Thank you for joining us as we elevate the Black entrepreneur's experience by interviewing CEOs, thought leaders, innovative thinkers, and Black entrepreneurs across the globe. I'm your host, Dr. Frances Richards. Our next guest is on a mission to inspire African women to develop fulfilling careers and to live their truest life. As the founder of Africa, welcome Annette Guillen. Hello, Dr. Richard. So I'll say my last name is Jan. I don't know um, if it's easy to say, but it's Jan. Jan. So thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on the show. I'm so glad that we could finally do this. And I'm happy to be your guest today. And thank you so much for the correction. So we'll have to say the pronunciation on Google on the internet is wrong. So forgive me for that. And thank you for um, making that correction. We do want to thank our listeners for joining in. And if they have a question for Annette, feel free to let us know. So why don't you give our audience a um, fill in the gaps? I've given our audience a brief bio about you, but why don't you fill in the gaps and let our audience know what you want them to know about you and your business? All right, thank you for that. So my name is Antoine Jan. I often go by Annette. I am a life purpose coach, which means that I guide individuals to discover their life's purpose and help them to live a more intentional life. I do this through the career route because I find that we spend majority of our active time at work. So I started off my career in international development communication. I have a first degree in English and psychology and a master's in communication studies with a specialization in public relations. So I am an accredited PR professional. So I have worked in international NGOs and within the UN, but through my work and other experiences, because I travel a lot, I see other people, I noticed that a lot of individuals, particularly women, were not living up to their potential and living um, an unintentional life. So in April 2020, in the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic, I started Arab Africa to teach women to make the best out of their lives. And I believe that with the right mindset, everyone can turn their lives around and live a conscious life. I want to thank our audience for joining. And if they have, an, if they have a um, question for Annette, don't hesitate to let us know. Tell us who is your ideal client. That's a good question. So my ideal client is the professional woman. So if someone is in their career and they do not find fulfillment in their job, they, they hate Mondays, um, they face job insecurity, and they want to do more with their lives, that person is my ideal client because I teach professional women who feel stuck and unhappy in their jobs to discover viable career options to find their life purpose and to live their purpose. How did you find your life purpose and how did you start living your truest life? That's actually an interesting question. How did I find my life purpose? So I've always known, I've always known that I have a gift for teaching because um, throughout when I was growing at the earliest age, I can even say maybe six years or seven years, 
um, where I used to live, people would bring their children, uh, maybe two-year-old, three-year-olds, and I will have about maybe three or four children in my parents' living room, and I'll be teaching these children. I don't know what I was telling them, but I really remember this experience of people bringing their children to me, and it continued on in my family. Whenever anybody has a child or anybody needs support, they call me and I would go. Sometimes I would travel and go and stay with family members for two months or three months, supporting them and helping with children, etc. Then I also taught in um, Sunday school, they call it children's service um, at church. And I really realized that I enjoy it. So back here at home in Ghana, when you finish university, you do a one year, they call it service. And also I had the opportunity to teach. So I realized that I have a gift, a service of giving off myself to others. And deep down within me, I always felt that I needed to do more as earliest as I could remember. I knew that I needed to do more. So I, I kept on going on, building my professional life, doing all that. But back at the head of my, in my head, I knew that this is something that I had to do. So when I found that um, a lot of people were not living intentional life, it kept filling my heart that this is something that I needed to do. And this is what I could support a lot of women with. So I went on to start Arab Africa during the COVID-19 pandemic because I was also doing a lot of youth engagement in the work that I do. So that is how come I found my purpose and listened to my calling to go and do this um, business. Speaking of the pandemic, fill in the blank. Thank you, pandemic, because. <laughs> Thank you, pandemic, because you gave me the opportunity for the first time to stop and act because I always knew this is in my heart, but because I was always busy, I was able to put aside the feeling of say going to start something. But when everything stopped, I knew that this was the time to actually face my fears and <laughs> say oh, the years of waiting are over. I have to now actually, even if I am afraid, I have to do it whilst being afraid. Advice you wish you had followed. All right. So advice I wish I had followed is take it easy. Take it easy is one, one advice that um, my professor in English um, used to tell me, and I'm still in touch with my professor. He used to tell me, take it easy, because I used to care a lot about my grades and whether I'm going to make it, uh, make first class or honorary or do all that. And he used to tell me, take it easy. And at that time, it didn't really sink in but right now here all whether i got grade a b whatever it does not matter and i see that sometimes we we attach a lot of things to ourselves but we really need to take things easy annette what problem exists in the world today that you would like to solve Right. So the problem that exists is I see a lot of people living in an unintentional, unconscious way. And that creates a lot of sadness because for me, I believe that 
we have this one-time opportunity to live our lives and live it in the best way that we can. But unfortunately, we listen to people, we make people tell us um, what we believe about ourselves. And that leads us to make decisions or go on paths that do not serve us. So for me, what I really want to, uh, the problem that I really want to solve is to have many more people live in a conscious way, be aware of who they are, their gifts and their talent, and what value they can also give off. So that, that is the problem that I really want to solve. What is your zone of genius? My zone of genius is teaching. I love to teach. I love to tell, teach. That is it. I just love to teach, give off anything that I know. I like to um, help people with the ideas that I know. So my zone of genius is teaching. So let's put your teaching to practice. Give us a teaching tip to our audience that is so profound that we all should know it. All right. So this is it. I think that, and this is my mantra, that we need to have faith in our own abilities. Every individual needs to have faith in your own abilities. But to have the faith, you need to know what your abilities are. And that is the first step. You as an individual need to know, and I say that God has given everybody talent and gifts, and that is your cue. Because sometimes I hear people say, but I don't know, what can I do? I'm confused. Your cue is in your gifts and your talents. Because if you are a fish and you are appraising yourself by your ability to fly, you are doing yourself a disservice. So find out what your abilities are, pay attention, and then after you have found out, have faith in that ability and believe that God who has given you those gifts will definitely help you to soar with that. I want to thank our audience again for joining. And if they have a question, feel free to let us know. Annette, if you lost everything that you had, what would you do to rebuild in 30 days? <laughs> okay so what i would do to rebuild in 30 days is to sell food people eat every day people eat three times a day and i am definitely a good cook i love to cook i i like the message of healthy eating and um juices and smoothies etc so if i lost everything and i had to start over i think i'm going to sell food is listening what is that resounding sound or message that your generation is saying that we should be listening to i think that our generation is saying that there is possibility i think that times past uh, people were not as aware as we are now because of technology everything has become very small and People are beginning to see the possibilities in fashioning out their career in what they can do with their lives. And so people are beginning to um, do more, beginning to be innovative with how they bring in money to take care 
of themselves. And I think that is what our generation is seeing, that there is possibility. Let's take a snapshot of the last 30 days. And what was your biggest win? Last 30 days, I've been very conscious on doing two things. One is writing my weekly blogs. And the second is my podcast. So the last 30 days, I've been able to write um, each week a blog. At first, I used to do maybe two, two months uh, or three months and I'll write one. Originally, I had said I'll write once a month. But the last 30 days, I challenged myself that this is something that I'm going to do consistently. So each week I write a blog and each week I record a podcast and I've been successful at that. Big win. Tell us about your blog and your podcast and how they can listen. All right. So my my blog, I have actually given it a new title. I think I call it See the Light because um, I, get, I got it from the quote, it is during the darkest hours that we must focus and see the light. I think it's by Aristotle. And so this uh, blog, I write it... Um, to talk about generally living on purpose, um, on career, how to um, have a fulfilling and meaningful career and how it, it affects your daily life. And also on my podcast, I generally bring people who are already living on purpose, living their best lives, who are touching or impacting generations. So those are the people that I bring on my podcast, Coffee and Stars. The easiest way anybody could get to any of these is through my Instagram bio, um, which is Araba Africa. So Araba, A-R-A-B-A, Africa on Instagram. When you click link in bio, you would find my podcast and then my blog link. We want to thank the audience for joining. And if anyone has a question for Annette, let us know. There are so many brands or businesses that are dominating. Talk about a brand or a business that's dominating that you admire and why. So I love Fenty Beauty. So that is by Rihanna and the Fenty is named uh, by her surname, which is Robin. Her name is Robin Fenty and it was established in 2017. What I like about this brand is the inclusivity and it is also showing us that there is a lot of possibility because there were several other beauty brands already in existence and Fenty is doing so much is um, providing different shades for women of color, people with deeper tones, etc. But the way it is taking over is amazing and that is what I like about this brand. I want you to have a monologue. I want you to name this person living or not. This person has inspired you so much. What are you saying to this person and name this person? So this one will be, uh, it's interesting actually, but this would be a prayer to say, dear God, I am so grateful for all the opportunities you've given me. I am grateful for the talents that you've put in me. I am grateful that I am impacting people. I have been able to go on this journey because I trust in you and I believe you will take me to the point where you want to take me.
Speaking of impact, what do you do daily to impact people's lives? So what I do daily is I have different things. I use my social media handles to send messages, uh, motivation and inspiring messages to individuals who feel stuck and are confused um, about what they should do next with their life. So I send these messages. What I have said is that I want my own life to be a metaphor. So um, I am living that life and I am also teaching people how to live this life. What I love to do the most is when I have one-on-one clients and I'm able to actually speak extensively with them and give them hope on a daily basis and show them that all hope is not lost. There are maybe about 10 things they can already go out and do and I help them to gain clarity. Because I know I cannot reach all people, I have developed a course and I am developing more to help many um, women who feel stuck or do not know what to do with themselves. Talk about mental wellness and entrepreneurship. Interesting you say that because um, the last blog I had, which is on Sunday, was on mental health and the workplace, women and mental health. and in the workplace and I'm also writing a blog this week on mental health I think that as entrepreneurs it's important to actually keep yourself in a way that helps you to have your own mindset in check to be able to help others because the journey is not easy and it's good that if you are someone, you know yourself very well. So for me, if I'm able to um, meditate and um, do some yoga and exercise, I am able to have more power to power through the day. So I take uh, care of myself through this. And I also speak to people that can um, give me advice uh, on how I go, because sometimes you may feel alone and lonely and you need to keep your mind in a way that um, you are in a good uh, or a healthy state. How do you complete difficult tasks in life or work? Example, how do you eat the frog first? Everything is a project. Whatever I am doing, even if I'm going to shop just in the market, it becomes a project because I can get very technical. So I usually make a list every day or even before I go and sleep, my list is made up for the week. I know Monday, this is what I'm doing. Tuesday, this is what I'm doing. If new things come up, I add it and I make sure that um, whatever is the most important is what I'm doing first. And I I make sure I get my meditation, everything out there. Then I come and sit down and actually do it. I just allow myself to do it. I don't make excuses and whether I'm not feeling too good, etc. I just sit and do. And that is a lesson that I have learned. And I wrote a blog on procrastination. And my last advice was that how I learned to deal with procrastination or how anybody can learn to deal with procrastination is to just get yourself and do and not even give another excuse. So that is how I deal with it. We want to thank our audience for joining. And if anyone has a question, just let us know.
What does self-care look like to you? So I have alluded to this. So self-care for me is waking up early and meditating in the morning, doing yoga and a workout. Another kind of self-care for me is reading. I love, I love, I love to read. If I have, I don't know, maybe it's my background in English for my first degree, but I just enjoy reading. And if I'm able to read a good book, I would, I'm just happy. Sometimes I make a joke that maybe someone should employ me to just read books and that will be my life. I'll just be happy. So that is what self-care looks for me. Speaking of books, what book are you reading now or what book would you recommend and why? So um, I will tackle it in two different ways. The books that I would recommend, so two books, my all-time, in fact, if I say that, I'm lying. So I have to say it in different ways. My all-time favorite book actually is Americana by Chimamanda Adichie. But that is not the book I'm recommending. The, my all-time impactful book is The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho because it teaches you and it takes you on a journey to, um, and especially for an entrepreneur, um, believing in yourself, um, knowing how to deal with difficulties and obstacles. And it gives hope that at the end of the day, all your sacrifices will compound and you finally get to your goal. The second book that I would recommend is Atomic Habits by James Clare, because a lot of times we set goals and we don't achieve those goals. But Atomic Habits creates or gives a system in which you can achieve all your goals. The books that I am currently reading, hmm, interesting. I'm reading two very interesting books. One is um, Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Adeyemi. It is a fiction, and I'm reading another fiction, which is The Star Book by Ben O'Cree. I was reading Women in Leadership, but that is done. So I think I have answered your questions with a lot of books to show that I think I love to read a lot. But I hope that satisfies um, the question. What have you not done in life that you dream about often that you would like to do? Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay. So I want to host a television show. I want to host a television show, the Arab Africa show, to talk about people living on purpose, living their best life, to do the interview. So actually, I want my podcast to be on TV. That is the easiest way to say it. So that is what I haven't done that I dream about every day. What, what can you do daily to be better? that what I can do daily is to continue to persevere, to continue to be consistent in what I do. So each day you get better. That's why I say that um, each day you learn. And if today you do something and you do it in the same way tomorrow, you are not learning, you are not growing. So for me, I think that each day you have to get better and you have to be consistent in what you do. So each day I try to do whatever I'm doing in a much easier way. And I also am consistent with what I do. Who are your top two influencers in your life and what lessons do they teach you? 
Huh. Will I get to? Okay. So I think um, influences, I read the Bible a lot. So I would say not a person, but the Bible um, gives me guidance. I think all the wisdom that we need in this world is in that book. So the Bible helps and influences my life a lot. And also my dad. My dad um, has a lot of my strong will and my tenacity is from um, my dad teaching me at a very young age to push for what I really want to do, to take my studies seriously. And just the love that I received growing up has helped me and continues to help me as I, I go on the journey. So those are the influences that, that helped me. If someone wrote a book about you today, what would we learn about you, Annette, that we don't know, that we should know? <laughs> That's a very interesting question. So this person would find out that I have many things in one. I have many interests. I have many talents. I, For example, if I didn't know that, if I wasn't having this premonition about the teaching, there will be so many other things that I will do because um, when I finished, I think, senior high school, I, I went to decoration school because I'm very good with my hands. So I do a lot of um, dec decoration, balloon art, event organizing, interior decoration. I like to cook. I like to dance. I like to paint. So the person will be confused. I think they will say a person of many colors or something because they would find out that I, I have many interests. Yeah. Talk about the coaching industry. Is there something we as consumers should know about vetting a coach that we don't know? So I think that um, for the coaching industry, I often people may not know that they even need a coach. They even need um, someone that supports. And maybe it is from our orientation or how we have generally grown up and um, we have not particularly sought out help in that sense. But we are getting to the age where having a coach or someone that supports you when you hit a block is very important. And within the industry, I also see that there are several people who um, are doing different types of coaching. So if you are someone who needs a coach, you should actually know exactly what you need from that individual and not go for someone because they are popular or people are following them, etc. But you as the individual know exactly what um, the person the person you are looking for would give you and if they are walking the talk. Annette, tell us your why. Why do you do what you do? Tell us the backstory. So the backstory is actually very deep. My why is I want to see many more happy women 
because I have seen around me in the communities that I've been, in the, in the places that I've worked, I have seen so many sad women. I have seen so many unconscious women, people who have gone around living their lives because someone has told them to do, and also people who are just living in so much fear, and that has become their life. And for me, I say that as an individual, I could go and achieve my own individual success, and that could be okay, it's just enough. But for me, my why is that I, I believe that as an individual, if my success is tied to the success of many women, that is an accomplishment for me, and that is my why. What can we do right now to support your business? So what you can do right now to support my business is that if someone listening or their friends, their family, or if they know anyone, a woman who is stuck in their career, who doesn't know what their next big move is, it will be great to direct that person my way. Um, they could reach me on www.arabaafrica.com. So Araba is A-R-A-B-A hyphen Africa.com. They could send me a message there or send me an email or contact me through social media, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere, Facebook, Araba Africa. And I would be happy to help that individual. I also have a course um, that is called Discover Your Career Options. So on Instagram or even on my website, um, if anyone is interested, they could support by purchasing my course. How did you raise the money to start your business? Okay. So I, I, I was able to finance my business through personal savings. So as I told you, I have done a lot of work in international communication. So I saved a lot of my money throughout those years that I worked in international um, communication. I did seven years, so I saved a lot of my money to start my business. We've heard that self-care is physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional. Which one is speaking to you today and why? That's actually a very difficult question. That's actually a difficult question, but I think that I think that the overall is spiritual. I think because for every individual, your spiritual identity is what guides you. It's it is that which directs your path. It is that which leads you to have fullness and um you have confidence in you to be able to um, do the others. Definitely mental, emotional is necessary and it triggers down to your physical. But what is speaking to me in this season is spiritual. Let's talk about legacy. When it's all said and done, how do you want to be remembered? Okay. So I've been asked this question before, and um, that day, the way I answered it was that 
I want to be remembered as a happy one, someone who lived their best life. But I think, frankly, I want to be remembered that as someone who contributed to the growth of women, someone who brought hope. I think that is my calling, someone who brought, brought hope to many individuals in life. What do you need right now that you don't have to move the needle forward in your business or life? Well, so I, what I need right now is, is platforms, platforms where my work can be showcased. So, for example, the blog, for instance, um, a platform where um, people, a lot more people could have access to the blogs that I write and for it to impact them also speaking platforms so for example for me it's just about platforms platforms to speak platforms to share what i do more widely and to attract those individuals who need um who need the support that i provide we want to thank our audience for joining if anyone has a question for myself or even annette feel free to let us know Annette, what is the best decision you've made as a leader? Okay. So the best decision that I've made as a leader is to recognize people's individual differences. Because often in a pack, when I have worked with um, young people or um, individuals in a pack or in a group, what I have seen is that it's easy for you to treat everyone as as the same. Or, but I've real, I've learned and realized how to deal with people individually, and that helps me in my one-on-one -on -one coaching when people come to me. So that is one of the best decisions I've made to learn to know how to treat people as individuals. Is there a social cause that's tied to your business? Yes, definitely. So there's a social cause that is tied to my business, but it's very, very much linked to what I do. Um, it's for um, young girls and tertiary students because I see that, and as I said, I, I've done a lot of work in youth engagement. So throughout these engagements, I have realized that there's a big gap between young people finishing um, their university or college education and entering the job market. So for me, I want to help to bridge this gap where young people have enough information to be able to enter the job market and also for them to actually have confidence in themselves because at that stage, you would be surprised that nobody is actually talking to this group of people. They are just navigating it. They are, they are like headless chicken. They are just navigating it through whatever they are seeing on social media or just trying to find their path. And so that is the social side to what I do. Annette, this is going to be an interesting question. When you talk about helping women with their career, managing in their career or living their best life. I want you to speak specifically in the United States, and I know you're over in Africa, so 
if it if it relates or it gels or not, you know, feel free to interject where you can. Um, in in the U.S., what we're seeing is this great resignation. People are not so apt to go into working, not really looking at elevating their career. Do you see the same thing happening in Africa or is that totally different? So I think that um, what is happening is um, it's a bit different, but um, it's getting there. What is happening is that with the pandemic, people are beginning to realize their value. Begin people are beginning to realize possibilities. So um, it's not particularly to say they are not building their careers. They are building careers in different areas, different zones. So they are diff doing different things, but they don't want to go in to maybe a nine to five or they don't want to go in to sit at a desk because the pandemic has actually taught us. I don't know whether it's a better or a good lesson that there is this possibility. There are things that they can do. So it's they are building careers, but in different ways. And I think people are also beginning to choose personal freedom um, over um, the the other aspects, stress, other things that come into going in and waking up very early. So that is the catch. It is getting here um, there in where I am. A, a, a few more people are beginning to see the possibilities with technology, etc. But you have still more people getting up early to go to work. What is your biggest takeaway from our conversation today that you want the audience to leave with? Me, what I want the audience to leave with is that it's a new age and it's time now is the best time to be bold, to be fearless. Now is the best time um, not to waste your life. Um, that if an individual, a professional, or yeah, any, anyone who is working is feeling stuck or not sure how they may progress, there is help, there is something you can do, and you shouldn't live your life in a way full of fear. That would be my takeaway. Annette, if you conducted this interview, what is the one question you would have asked yourself? I want you to ask the question and answer it. Okay, so it would be, I don't even know, it would be what advice you would give to your younger self, I would say. What advice you give to your younger self? And the advice I would give to my younger self is to be, be, be bold, to have been bold earlier than now. Because as I said, I made several excuses until I had to actually do what I wanted to do whilst I was still, um, would say, not ready. And so I would say that there would never be a good time to be ready. Whatever time that you are in is when you are ready. So I would tell my younger self to be bold. 
We've come to the part of our interview. It's called Rapid Round of Fun. I'm going to give you a series of questions, and I'd like you to give me very quick answers. If there's something you desire not to answer, feel free to say pass. Are you ready for the Rapid Round of Fun? I hope I can answer all. Your ideal car. Range Rover. Your favorite holiday. Christmas. Your favorite color. I think it's turquoise. Your first job. Ah, first job. Oh, I was a camp director. <laughs> the last That's movie. Incorrect. The yeah. last movie you saw. Do revenge. You relax doing what? Reading. Your favorite singer or rapper. Hmm. I'll say Rihanna. Your favorite dance song. Oh. I don't know the title, but it's holiday. <laughs> <laughs> what food you eat every week, no matter what? Rice. Work out or hit the couch? Definitely work out. I love to work out. Annette, thank you so much for joining us on Black Entrepreneur Experience Live. Before we let you go, share with our audience the best way for them to connect with you and to do business with you. Feel free to leave all your social media handles. Okay, so thank you very much for this opportunity. So uh, people can reach me through my website, which is www.araba so araba is a r a b a hyphen africa.com on there you can send me a message if you also want to email me you email me at araba a r a b a at araba hyphen africa.com you can reach me also you can just send me a dm on instagram or facebook instagram is araba underscore africa um twitter is araba africa um LinkedIn, Araba in Africa, and Facebook, Araba Africa Coaching. Thank you, Annette. That's a wrap. And we want to thank our audience for joining us. And stay tuned again for another episode of Black Entrepreneur Experience Live. That's a wrap. Thank you.